to write about Trying to figure out what it's all about Existentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know I don't know Spending time all alone Sending my songs through the phone Dreaming of a better home We while focused on trying to hone This craft Witchcraft I hope the brujas let this last That was a great sounds of Watson with Outside on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Prestige, with my partner in crime, Long Island Raised, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building, Easy Blues. You are better with introductions. Who do we have with us today on Behind the Brand? Usually, I start off the show saying we're going to jump in the DeLorean. We're going to throw it up to 88 miles an hour. We're going to go back to the future. But considering this is the now, and this is the first time meeting this human being, we're actually going to go into a different type of machine now. We're going to go into the imagination station. Okay? We're going to step into the imagination station where all your thoughts and dreams can come true if you have the faith to believe in yourself and to understand what true art is for the mere moment. You can be the ruler of the world and the peasant that works on the pea bucket as well. Those are some of the most incredible moments at time. And when you can take, especially nowadays, when the world starts spinning in a way that you can't understand, when you can take a second and jump off and get into your imagination and be able to fully portray how things might be, how things could be, how things should be, you're giving hope to people. The arts are so super important. We try to invest in them and triple invest in them because as per the arts thrive, as per we thrive as a society, this person has been on the screen and now he's making sure investing upon New Haven itself to bring other people this chance for a good life. And today might be the day where you don't want a, a broken umbrella because it's raining. But every other day, you need a little bit of a broken umbrella in your life to find yourself happiness. And we are blessed to have the amazing, the incredible, the absolutely fantastic Ruben Ortiz with us today to talk about the broken umbrella. What, what, what? Nice. Look at that intro, my man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He does it so well. Ooh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's going to be his next hustle. That we're, we're, yeah, trying, to, we're trying, trying to push to that so, yeah. so much. I just want to get big enough to be on Cameo so I could just do that as a birthday presents and stuff for people. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be super well, famous. Just Cameo famous. You could, you could be Cameo <laughs> famous. You just you just start at the 10 cent level. Then you move up to like, you know, a dollar fitty, you know, $20, you, you, you know, make that money. You, you got to start somewhere, right? All right. I appreciate that. I'm going I'm to look into that. I didn't realize there was. Yeah, with a ten cent uh, option, I thought everything was thirty five ninety nine, <laughs> and I don't think I'm at the thirty five ninety nine caliber yet. You know what I mean? But that's just me. Enough about me. We're going to talk about you. Why are we doing? We- of course. Come on, seriously. Now, focus. Um, um, but seriously, um, what exactly is broken umbrella? I know my intro was very, very much pomp and circumstance, but not a lot of substance. So I'm going to let you point in the substance aspect of, no, of no doubt. what you do, man. I hear you. Well, just chances are, most likely the umbrella you have is probably broke. Just to let you know, even if it's broken, you probably got it in your in your. You, that's the one you pull out. You never. I know what, like you know, you have that nice one that lasts nice for like 
a minute. You know it's going to be broken sometime, somewhere. Uh, but yeah, uh, so Broken Bell Theater, we're an organization, again, based here out of New Haven. Uh, and we create original work based and inspired by the history of New Haven. Uh, we do predominantly site-specific work. Uh, mm -hmm. We bring the theater to the people. It's about the people. We make sure our shows are um, pay what you can. They're accessible. Uh, we've done a lot of shows for, for children. We do comedy shows for adults. Uh, so things for the whole family. And uh, we just out here in the community making things happen, making art, and just uh, enjoying ourselves right now. So just before we get in any further, um, how are you able to do something like this, especially in a world right now that we're being beat down with inflation, being beat down with, with the rising of costs and everything, and here you are providing art and you know trying to provide community when everyone else is trying to provide dollar signs and trying to uh, provide profit. What made you decide to go on this journey instead? Um. So... Real quick, so the the majority of my group of our ensemble, they are artists. You know, they they work. They are they they are they they work at at Yale in in the shop. They work at Long Wharf as assistants. They they you know they they work as they work in government. They have they have day jobs. We when we started off, we were a all volunteer organization. Mm -hmm. So we were like we were the group where. Like, you know, suppose you gentlemen, you have a day job, but you want to come play and do some theater at night. That's what we were. And we would cover right. your child care. We'd take oh, care wow. of your babysitting. That was our thing. We we take care Word. of your kids. We still do that. We cover babysitting and we feed people. That's it. So essentially, oh, we're, we're a hobby where we understand you have a family, you have a back, you know, you got things to do. We'll take care of your kids. Why don't you come and play, relax, design, build, paint, write, act. You know, whatever that that skill set is, that's something that we that we have um, taken on. And uh, when I moved here, we, we we just found a community of artists who wanted to play and come along with this broken umbrella ride. And the way we uh, I wouldn't say afford these things is that we weren't we are not a group that looked for theaters. You know, mm -hmm. our first our first show in New Haven was a short story by a tree uh, in Westville during Art Walk. And it was just a tree. And then we did some spectacles. We we had some again some amazing theater artists create some flowers that bloomed up out of nowhere. We had some musicians that played some some created fun some songs. We did a ten minute piece, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and from then on, we I mean we were fortunate to have the community here in Westville that we are. You know, they, they, you know this is an arts this is an arts village. You know, so everyone was always down. So like it just blew up from there. We did another show in the park. Again, we're not looking for a theater. Uh, we did another show in the park with original music, and then we took over. Um, we did a show under a bridge in Edgewood, Edgewood Park, about a pirate. Oh, wow. It actually happened. No, for real. <laughs> there was a pirate that wow. lived in Westville by the name of Thunderbolt. And we, during, for, for Halloween, we took over, we took over the bridge underneath and built like multiple sets so people could walk mm -hmm. through. And we told a story about Thunderbolt, the pirate. We had a boat in the water. We had pirates. We had shanties. We had lights, electric, special effects. Oh, everything wow. and so we 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 kind of go above and beyond like so we're not your normal everyday community theater you know we are a group of professionals mm -hmm. that are out there inspired wanting to do this understanding that you know this is a, a hobby and this is a love and it's a passion mm -hmm. and we and uh, what's fun is that it's kind of been contagious you know a lot of other people have come and clamored and like and yeah, we did started doing improv and that's another thing that brings people out consistently. And uh, we've been uh, fortunate to, again to have 
wonderful, talented artists in New Haven that come and are willing to work with us all the time. So that kind of that's kind of how it helps. And again, uh, real quick, we take over spots. So we do site specific work mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we just make things happen because that's that's what we could do. Like, you know, you can't pay for a theater. You know, that's right. ridiculous. You know, the rent for a theater. And guess what? You could walk into a theater anytime and see a show. You could sit mm-hmm. down and see something in front of you that's already right. done on a stage. We're giving mm-hmm. you an experience. We're giving you right. an event, you know, and uh, that's kind of uh, that's our skill set. And that's what we do. How hard is improv? Improv's easy, man. Just say yeah. yes. Just say yes. And, you know, like it's one of those things. I was just, I was just oh. speaking my man, Easy Blues over here where it's uh a, it takes trust that that's Believe like, it. I think, number one, mm-hmm. you know, like you need to be able to trust your partner uh, and the audience needs to be able to trust you. Yeah. you know what I'm saying when you're coming in that space, you're going to be with like a no judgment. Things are going to be said. Mm-hmm. Things can be said. This is all, you know, for comedy. Sometimes it's not perfect. It's going to be wrong. It's hard because yeah. uh, and you want to feed that energy. You're always looking for a laugh. But sometimes mm-hmm. the longer, especially for improv, there's multiple forms. There's short form where you do a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. Or there's long form where you build up and just uh, the story builds and it gets crazier and wackier and wackier. Uh, but as long as you're trusting people, you're going to say you say yes and and you listen. Mm-hmm. You, it's 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 something that I think anyone can do. And just just got to just got to shake it off and just get get that judgment out of your head, you know? Yeah. And just the reason I said that. Oh, I'm sorry, Izzy. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to let you go. Yeah, there, I, got, I got yeah. so much to say. I know because I saw your finger up. You got like 10 million thoughts inside your head, but I just, <laughs> just want to stick this out here. Um, just the reason why I said that, how hard is it? Because you guys made it so easy when I went to that July 31st showing. Um, different audience was yelling different ideas to you randomly back and forth. And just the whole uh, connection you guys had with each other, just working with each other so well was just very impressive. And it, it felt um, so professional just going out there, everybody just having a good time. And it takes a lot of patience just to have a good crowd control with that audience. Um, Easy knows so well because he's a musician and just paying attention to just like everybody in there because it's impressive how just one night, especially on a Monday, <laughs> you had everybody just filled on that stage. And it was just great to see. It really was. But Easy, your finger was up. Please give me oh, the yeah. million ideas you had to say. <laughs> first, first and foremost, asking yeah. about the pirate aspect. Was there rum? That's one of the most important questions you <laughs> have to ask because it can't be true pirates if there's not rum. You no, know, but you also have to have it in a big barrel and have to drink it over your shoulder like this. It's true, yes. you know, with See? those big bottles, you know. Yo yes. ho ho, in exactly. a bottle of rum. That's, that's exactly. of course, of course. So, so that was one of the most most important questions. But the other thing, you know, I've always drawn myself kind of to improv you know i look at improv as jazz um and when it comes down to the the purest entertainment mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you as long as you understand the structure you can play any way you want to within it you know i, I remember being silly young and watching i think robin i was way too young to watch this so this is a bad parenting move but i was watching robin williams uh stand-up special i think the one in, that was the first time in broadway or at the met or something like that um and he lost himself and the audience is just dead for a second. So he's like, oh, quick, let me let you into the mind of the artist that's too that's gone too far over the edge. And he does this whole improv bit. And I looked at him for the first time in my life. I was like, this guy understands what it's like to be inside my head. Um, I'm going to continue to, to, to grow with this guy. I mean, so much so that I have Nanu Nanu tattooed on my knuckles. 
um you know just a reminder let me, let me, let me see those let me see those let me see those let me see those nice nanu nanu yes perfect yes. um there's a, there's an n and a that i can say nah to but i can't do that on the air um if you just but i can't say this on air wnhhlp 103.5 fm new haven my cell prestige and my partner in crime long island rays elm city made ez blues is in the building also we got ruben ortiz with us with a broken umbrella theater go right ahead easy well, see, that, that's one of the, the, the most incredible things is, is when you, it's life without a net to me. Um, and it can be terrifying and it should be terrifying. You know, I feel, me personally, you know, life, my life without risk is boring. Um, so, you know, I will break out into improv bits at a store, you know, to buy a candy bar. I will do it in a different accent or I will make some prestige has seen it. Uh, he's mm-hmm. looked at me like, you're being ridiculous. Can you stop? And I'm like, nope, I'm embarrassing you. This is going to make me go even harder. Um, what is it like to kind of like thrive in that industry? Because I, I do this like in the wild. I've never really sat to do it um, for people other than me to entertain myself because I get bored. Well, I mean, I've been I don't know, fortunate or whatever. I've been doing this since I was 18. Uh, I'm from Allentown, Pennsylvania, and uh, I had a to, I had a, a writer friend named named David Lally had a group called the Oxymorons, oh, wow. and <laughs> and I'm 18 and he's like let's do improv so we did improv sketch we had a great great team of people and that's kind of how we started and then um, from Allentown there's this small school called Muhlenberg College right and I went there and I here I met this group and this group uh, we formed a comedy troupe called the Uninvited Guests. And we were just doing improv, creating sketches for the school, performing live for the school. We'd hold big events. We hosted like opening day of school. We did all the stuff. We actually went to other colleges and performed all around the country, you know, all That's around awesome. the East Coast. You know, so like, you know, it was fun. It was like being a rock star, but in, in college, you know, and mm-hmm. we had our whole little little thing. We had a, a little band, a, a crew. And then, you know, college, you know, ha- college happened and we we stuck together still. Uh, we were the we are the original members of a broken umbrella theater. Like we went and continued doing theater, mm. and we mm. went our separate ways for a minute. That's why we're called a broken umbrella. I had my my boy Ian was in Milwaukee. I had another home, my homie Kenny was in um, Hawaii. I went to New York, so we were all over the place. Uh, and then we all came collective back here to New Haven and created, you know, one by one, and the community coalesced here in New Haven, and we just started uh, creating theater again. And then for improv, then then COVID hit. So anyway, you know, Broken Bell is tough. You know, we're all family. We all have families now. And we started, we had no kids, you know, right. when we first moved here. Now we all got children. My, my oldest is 10. My one is eight. And we have, uh, you know, we, we took a family photo with all of our ensemble before. And now with kids, like we'd grow up, uh, we, everyone had two kids. So we'd have like, we double the size of our company. Right. Anyway, so we kind of needed a, a way to kind of stick together still in the midst of making shows because creating original theater takes time. So mm-hmm. we decided let's, let's make a, let's make a comedy troupe. Let's do improv as a way a to come back to our roots one and B as a way to kind of just keep that mind going, keep that creative flow going. Mm-hmm. So we created the regicides and the regicides. If anyone knows in new Haven, these are the three judges, uh, a little historical background. They're the three judges that one of the three of the many judges that sentenced King Charles I to death in like 1646 or something like that. And then they hid 
They once King Charles II, his son rose, uh, ascended to the throne. He said, "I'm cool. I just need to be able to get all the judges to sentence my dad to death." So three judges uh, fled to uh, the, you know, America and hid all around up here in Massachusetts and in New mm-hmm. Haven. You may have heard of Judges Cave uh, up mm-hmm. in uh, West Rock, and those three judges were Whaley, Goff, and Dixwell. So that's that's a little that's a little corner here in New Haven. Those are the regicides. That's what we, we you know we like to rep with the uh, the little street sign right there. Uh, so we created this group called the Regicides. So we're just crazy irreverent and we do our stuff. And COVID hit. Yeah. Now we know <laughs> no one did anything for COVID. You know we we were on a roll. We did some shows. COVID hit, and we were like. All right, what are we going to do? We're like, let's stick to this improv. Let's do it. So we started with Zoom, first mm-hmm. of all. And it's kind of hard to kind of get timing down, to listen. It's a new kind of um, skill. It was a new skill to learn at that time. But we just needed something for our sanity, you know? And again, to just cause to stay in the flow. And then after a while, I loosened up. And then we have our space down at the stack where you've been. And in the garages. And they're like, we set up a camera. We had a green screen. And some of us would be down there. And we'd play with the video and some of us still be at home. And then we'd actually do virtual shows for audience members. So, which was fun because right. people, as far as, you know, the West coast, Seattle, Hawaii, got to see some of our things uh, and friends would join in. People would actually tip and, you know, pay for us for a little bit. So it was fun to mm-hmm. keep us going. And then one day uh, I, as an artistic director decided, I was like, let's open these garage doors. Let's do mm-hmm. shows outside. Cause then people would be safe. Right. So, and it would feel safe. So that's what we did. So we opened these doors, set up chairs, even if it was raining, people with broken umbrellas would be there, you know, watching mm-hmm. us perform. And that kind of just kept us in the spirit. And we brought people in the group uh, and they they said, you know, this is the thing that kept them going during COVID. This is the thing that keeps us going. So it was just a, we were fortunate enough to, to stick with that. And that we have such a tight group because we've been meeting every Tuesday. We mm-hmm. work, we we play, you know, we, we have fun, we laugh, you know, we, we have beverages. It's a little clubhouse, you know, like we got drinks in the back. We have rum, you know, we got whatever it takes and we sit there and we just, you know, for two hours on a Tuesday night, we just work, perform. And even got to the point where we need, we got a coach. So it's fun to have someone mm-hmm. like an outside viewer who's not us. So we're not criticizing each other. We have someone saying you messed up okay. or try this, you know, giving us advice. And we That's worked cool. and honed our skill. And like, you know, you catching our show on Saturday or that on the 31st, which is a, we've been doing this show all summer. So yeah. we've had a lot of work. We get a lot of reps in. So it's fortunate that we've coalesced mm-hmm. into a really strong ensemble and group. And uh, and it's a testament to our continued work and spirit and this being, you know, and staying funny, staying, you know, and having yeah. fun. That's kind of our thing. No, and that that is a super key. It's one of the things that I've always loved about live theater in particular. Um, you really saw it when uh, the producers with Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane, you know, they had done so many shows together and they were so good by the end they would actually make bets on each other on who can make them break character, you know, during the live aspect of it. So they'd throw in little zingers in there. And I love to pay attention to that stuff. Like to me, that was always those key aspects, like sitting and watching Saturday Night Live and, you know, watching that, you know, someone who you didn't think was going to be funny commits so well. I remember The Rock being mango, the the big, big size mango and just, being absolutely ridiculous and being completely taken, you know, outside of things now. Mm-hmm. But the reason why you guys can do stuff like that is by practicing. It is, it has been stated a million and a half times. It takes 10,000 hours to master something, you know, 
Um, and it's just that constant practice upon practice upon practice. What keeps you guys in that practice mindset? Because I know as a creative, that's the one thing I hate more than anything else. Um, I just want to do it. You know, I don't, I don't want to plan to it. You know, Prestige can tell it all the time. He'll, he'll send me bios like three weeks ahead of time and still have to remind me the day of like who we have on the show. Cause like I'm, I'm lazy, but I want to be in the moment. And to me, the moment is so important. Um, how do you, how would you curb that type of mentality? Uh, Cause when, when, when you're improving, you're playing, like you're not, you're not mm-hmm. practicing. You can't, whatever happens is original, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, for SNL and even like when they, when they do, um, you know, second city, all these things, any of those sketches they come up with, those those sketches are based off of improv. Mm-hmm. They take that, they write it, and that's where you're rehearsing. Then you're trying to maintain mm-hmm. a piece. Here, everything's new. Uh, mm-hmm. Every doesn't matter. So when we're when we're playing, we're doing shows for ourselves. Right. You know, so it's not it's not a practice. I mean, it's practice, but like I'm still, you know, it's just like basketball. I'm still playing five on five. You know, like I'm mm-hmm. not pretending to dribble and pretending to shoot. I'm still take I'm staking it to the hoop, and we take it strong all the time. Like that's our our thing. We sit there, we laugh. Everybody wants to drum drum in. And, and play uh so so in terms of like rehearsing for for regicides it's just it's just getting reps and just you know making sure we're, we're staying yeah. fit sometimes we play games and like if i jumped in it's a three-person scene and some i jumped in they're like ah that didn't really work so next time it's not just just cut that I'm like cool you know like understanding mm-hmm. how it works and also understanding who you work with better you know sometimes there's there's a team teammate that you're like i flow more better than this flow or these games are my strengths just you know what are your strengths and that's that's kind of what we're re- realizing when we play, uh, but it's not a. I wouldn't say it's more like a practice. I'd say it's just it's just constant play. We just play, and then when we open the garage doors, you guys just get to see us play. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's it. That's the only difference. That's the only difference. <laughs> well, and, and and that that is so on point because um, you know I also studied Miramoto Musashi, and he has the 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 different scrolls. You know the five the five rings, and one of the rings that I have tattooed on my arm is uh, the emptiness scroll and which you can do you can do it just by muscle memory you get so good at it that it just all becomes reaction um and that is is one of the, the best places and i kind of love to live there because again you're 100 percent in the moment you never have to wear nice hat by the way p i love that uh, <laughs> you know you're 100 percent in the moment you can get caught off guard by an awesome hat that your co-host is, is uh is wearing and you get to just really experience it. You get to truly live it. And yes, it's terrifying, but, but it's that good terrifying. It's that 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 extra kick in in the serotonin to just kind of like let it loose. When was the first calling? I know you said you jumped into it at eighteen, but you seem like someone like me, and you saw it as a child, and you started playing like that sooner, didn't you? Oh yeah, I mean, kids okay. still. I I hear my kids playing make believe in the in the in the yard you know it's very funny though when they're like something something like no you do this i'm probably like yes and you gotta agree you know whatever you're playing like yes and don't say no like you know kids here are, they always say no like that's not it i'm a super spy I'm like just say yes yeah. see where that takes you you know um but like you know i've been on you know i've been singing since i was a kid like first grade mm-hmm. as like santa claus is coming to town you know like and like you know i have a you know my brother is a big goofball and like i said in college I met these goofballs who I decided to live with, have a community with, you know, grow, raise our children together and create theater together, you know? So in terms of that is muscle memory, you know, like, and it's a, that's a thing. Uh, but yeah. And 
it is kind of like when you get on the stage, you know, you don't you don't think about anything else. And it's hard not to yeah. think about what everyone else is thinking, you know, yeah. and that's one of those things you got to trust mm-hmm. yourself, trust the other person. And then there are those moments where we try to crack each other up, you know, like there's a thing called pimping, you know, like, oh, hey, that sucks about your peg leg. <laughs> like, you got to say yes. You know, like, all right, I got to I got to walk with a now <laughs> or you got to. Like, we'll just like to play around with each other and mess around like that. So that's always fun. Or like, you're like, oh, this is my wife. I'm like, oh, yeah. yes, I'm your wife. You know, I'm like, just own it, you know? And it's just uh, kind of fun <laughs> just to play yep. and create and be other characters, you know? Like we have mm-hmm. wigs backstage, hats, yeah. anything. So like, we're, we're down. We like, get, I, I mean, before I go on, I'm like, I'd make sure I got some props ready because I don't know what's going to happen. I, and like, I'm looking forward to hopefully mm-hmm. putting something on, you know? Why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, You're so passionate. Does it even feel like you're working because you're living your dream every day you know it's a it's when i it's when i'm not living my dream i feel like i'm working you know what i'm saying like <laughs> when i'm hanging with you guys i'm like boom you know but like mm-hmm. you know when the, i close the computer and i'm like i gotta yeah. like you know fold laundry and like send emails i'm like uh and then i'm like when is my show saturday night i can't wait you know or like you know like this right here hanging with you guys like i'm feeling like i'm I'm rehearsing already like this is my nice this is where i like to be you know um and you know don't get me wrong there some days are struggle just in terms Mm -hmm. of like personal demons and and just like you know trying to stay focused like Mm -hmm. can't play every day unfortunately got bills to pay you know like i can't afford to be a starving artist anymore because there's a thing yeah. called a mortgage. So, uh, you mm-hmm. know, that 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 keeps me down. You got to gotta do what I got to do. Um, but like I said, uh, this is a this is a release. And for mm-hmm. majority of uh, most of the people in in our uh, organization, this is their fun thing. This is their fun place, you know, and like right. we're making things happen now. We we're, we we got a building, you know, so there's another mm-hmm. new invigorated spirit that's going on through us and our community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm thankful for that every day. Uh, and and just so you know, just so you know, you know, you said your your oldest is ten. You're about to hit the teenage years, which there's no such thing as being a starving anything, because you're gonna starve anyway, because they're gonna eat you out of house and home. I have twin fourteen year olds and sixteen year olds, and I haven't had a hot meal in twenty seven years. Let's be real. So it's a hot coffee. I like I make a hot coffee. Literally, I lost it. I lost my coffee mm-hmm. twice today. And I'm like, yeah. oh, Lord, I don't know. And it's cold. I'm like, so like, that's the only time I use my mm-hmm. work. I'm just heat this up again. But yeah. or actually, I just make a really strong coffee and just keep heating up water just to make it a little lighter. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, Americano. <laughs> hey, let's do it. That's that's how you have to adjust, though, because I remember, especially when, when the kids were younger, that was like the favorite game in the house is where's mm-hmm. dad's coffee or where dad put the remote. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we have three minutes till Yo Gabba Gabba goes on and the whole world's going to explode if I don't put Yo Gabba Gabba on right now. They can't tell time, but every day they know they're five minutes to Gabba, Yo Gabba Gabba and, and if you don't do it, you're evil. You know, so it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's tough for us. My, my, my kids know, like I'm on a different planet. My wife, she's a teacher, organized, likes her things, she mm-hmm. knows where things are. I don't know where anything is. I have a tile for my phone. I have my watch. My watch finds my phone. My phone finds my wallet. <laughs> You know, like if I lose one of the, I have something like I've lost my headphones. I, have, I don't know where they are. I'm like, I don't, I, I'm, I'm probably yeah. gonna, I didn't look, the, I didn't check the fridge yet. So they might mm. be in there. I don't know. But like, I put things in crazy places. Mm-hmm. It's a, I don't say it's a bad habit. It's just who I am. And, you know, like I, you know, but thing is, I usually could find things in my chaos and that's, that's kind of yes. how I roll. Like, 
I'm like, it's under that pile on the left-hand side above the thing. There's the tape, you know, like, they're like, yeah. huh? Oh, there it is. You know, or my is like, it's always on the right-hand side of this thing here. I'm like, I, it's never always anywhere for me. It's like, where is it today? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, the, the, those are, those are wonderful games. Those are wonderful, wonderful games that uh, can sometimes last a lot longer than they need to. Yeah. Um, I have many a times found my keys in the refrigerator. Um, I don't know why. Um, I don't even remember going to the refrigerator at some point in time, but apparently in my sleepwalking, uh, the keys were in the refrigerator. Uh, it just kind of happens sometimes. Now, as you are going, you just mentioned that you have a building. You've got this incredible thing going on right now where you have created this community. And now you're asking for the community to come and help build up an even bigger community to really That's help right. the heart of the community of New Haven. Um, and you've got this building and you've got this grant but it's kind of like, I don't know, we've all grown up in the, the video game aspect of life. So you have to unlock this side quest to get this grant. And how can you know New Haven get behind you and help you out through that? Well, the great news is we've unlocked. We, we passed level one. That's what I'm saying. Make it make it loud. Say it loud and proud. We did it. We made, we got a hunt. We made, we had so such a great outpouring for our first, our first run. We needed to lock to uh, again uh, the it was a good to get good to great grant 2.0 mm-hmm. from the state of connecticut and uh we unlocked we got half a million dollars like are you kidding me? like half a million dollars so we and this is uh and That's real awesome. quick just that so we we purchased a building uh a mm-hmm. llc purchased a building for us um and it's on the corner of blake and fitch just right next to uh cohen's key shop and it was a okay. site of a former dry right a site of a former dry cleaner and multiple other businesses have been there. And so the site we're at, uh, at 44A Blake Street, we call it the Smokestack, uh, is a two-garage space, which we've used multiple times. We've created an outdoor show about a bicycle shop there. We've done a show inside. Uh, we've done multiple things in that spot, and that's our spot where we do regicides now. But that, you know, as is things in New Haven, people with buildings just want to knock them down and put them in apartments, you know? Mm-hmm. And, or uh, Or parking lots. So they, ooh, bop, bop, bop. anyway, uh, so they, <laughs> so they wanted, uh, so all right, that building's going to be raised at some point, you know, we don't know right. when, uh, you know, thank fortunately for inflation because it's so high, no one's wants to, you know, knock it down just yet. So they're just going to wait. So, okay. so we're there, we have a reprieve, but that's eventually going to go. And, uh, we as Broken Bell Theater, again, we do site specific work. So we've gone to places and we bring life to it. Like, I don't know if you guys ever been to the state house. Yes, I used to work. I, I, I was part of the, the closing staff of the state house. That is a near and yeah. dear place in my heart. I have bled on that stage. I found myself on that stage. So yes, I've been to the state we, house. We built that room. I know. That was the back of the Horowitz Brothers shop or whatever. It makes several sewing machines. We took 10 dumpsters. Mm-hmm. We had a great grant from, again, this from the state. 10 dumpsters to clear it out. We refinished the walls. We peeled the ceilings. We made a, we opened the floor so you could get into the basement and created a show uh, mm-hmm. that performed during the arts and ideas about called free wheelers, the, based about mm-hmm. the, the, the bicycle and, um, the corsets, cause there was a corset shop down the street and the bicycle, by the way, was patented here in new Haven by Pierre Lalamont. Uh, I get a little bit of history there. So we created a show and we did that spot and we were there for a bit. We called it the super thug for a while. There was a dope little, mm-hmm. uh, graffiti spot that was taken up there, which unfortunately mm-hmm. someone painted over. Uh, it looked very Bansky-esque to me, which I loved. 
Uh, but anyway, so the super thug then closed down. Somebody took over the space because we brought life to it. We brought energy mm-hmm. to it. We brought attention to the space and we made it what it was. People mm-hmm. came in. We we had to go. We went to Erector Square. We did a show about AC Gilbert in that spot. Uh, oh, wow. we, 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 we were there for a few years. That's where we mm-hmm. decided we used to rehearse. We created a, we did two shows there. One was, uh, again, Gilbert the Great. And then another one was, a uh, um, kind of like a gala for us. Mm-hmm. Again, we brought attention to the spot and then make Haven came in and, and took the space over, but we made that mm-hmm. better for them. And so like, we've done that and that's what we do. Uh, and now, you know, we have an opportunity to make a spot better for everyone. Right. You know, so we we are still a traveling band of nomads that will go and do stuff site specific. But sometimes we just want a home. I want to make sure I could have a place to lay my head. Mm-hmm. So that's what this place is. So it's, we're going to call it the umbrella. And on one side is going to be a black box theater. The other side will be like a cabaret space uh, with the bar. We're going to and uh, the funding we have right now is all for the lights and the flooring uh, for the black box theater. And money's mm-hmm. already spent, you know, like just for lights design knocking things down mm-hmm. to have a nice uh floor for performers to dance on to dance act um <laughs> seats lights anything so all that money's right. already gone and it's meant to design this space right there right down the street from you know in beaver hills down the street from mm-hmm. SESU, right in in westville like so we're not far from where we are blake street so it's probably right right by you prestige it's probably right there yes, uh, yes, yes you know yes. what i'm saying uh and uh that's going to be the spot where People can come, students from SESU, neighbor, people from Beaver Hills, people from Westville, people from all around New Haven. And we're, it's not going to be just for us. There's 52 weeks in a year. You know, we do, again, mm-hmm. site-specific work uh, and we create original stuff. It's not like I'm going to pick up a play and do something every weekend. Like this is a spot for musicians to come in, bring your band, Mr. Easy Blues, you know, come in, yeah. do, do, a, do a guest show in the, in the black box. You guys, you guys want to do the radio show, bring it in. You know, have other theaters. Let's do the radio show. WNHH, baby, 103.5. Yeah. FM, New Haven, my show, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City, Maine, EZ Blues is in the building. We got the great Ruben Ortiz. Please continue, sir, because you're making me so excited. Go ahead. No, no doubt. That so, was like, smooth, it, sir. That was so I loved smooth. it. I loved to see. That was, that was the best Ali Oop slam dunk I have seen. I just, that is pipping. I felt like I was an improv for MJ. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, 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 I love that. that in I did a little Stockton and the mailman delivered, you yep, know? Very yeah. nice. <laughs> nice. Love so, yeah. it. There we go. So, again, there we go. so we're, again, we're talking about that space, the umbrella, uh, yeah. again, on the corner of Fitch and Blake. So we're transforming the space to be a hub for all artists for throughout the community, you know? Like, space is at a minimum everywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, theaters are closing nationally, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. we're looking for... And we're looking for a home for everybody, you know, like it's hard for anyone to find a space. I mean, there's fortunately a few spaces here in New Haven where you can do open mics mm-hmm. and, and some right. concerts. We just want to be another venue for that and a place to lay our mm-hmm. head in a space where you can have professionally professional lights, professional stage, professional artists. We're going to make sure that we have, uh, you know, um, again, uh, our, we're going to do another funded campaign in a while because we, we need to build a second floor uh, for dressing right. rooms, offices. You know, showers mm-hmm. so all artists and actors could come in, perform, be clean, be relaxed before they go in on stage. Um, so this is a spot where we're hoping that we could teach workshops. We can invite other actors. Right. We could collaborate, co-pollinate, you know, and just be a great artistic community and make, again, be a hub and then a place to chill. Mm-hmm. Like you could come see, you know, see, have, have a drink, catch a show, and then afterwards listen to a band later at night in the in the, in the thing. So it's a mm-hmm. spot where you could awesome. spend three or four hours in there, you know? Right. And that's kind of like a dream for, for coming up true for us and the fact that we had such an outpouring from the community 
We had over 300 plus donors come in and donate small amounts of money, large amounts of money. Uh, and, you know, and to help us get to that spot right now, 100G is great. I mean, we're going to need more and we'll, yeah. we're, we're never going to stop asking for money now. Uh, we want to keep this uh, keep this train going. Uh, but the fact that everyone around is this very hype about it, again, is overwhelming. It's exciting. Mm -hmm. You know, like construction hasn't even started, you know, like no one mm -hmm. even started anything. Like, I can't wait like to start just digging, hammering and just seeing what happens, you know. So that's an exciting thing. And I'm just happy that New Haven's coming along with this broken umbrella dream with us, you know. Yeah, man. So, 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 again, I'm also kind of like an idea guy. This is what I do. I apologize. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to apologize. Yes, you. and I'm going to bombard go, 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 go. you with ideas right now. Um, have you spoken with any of the local filmmakers or even some of the college filmmakers about doing a documentary on what you're doing right now. Because um, mm. that could be another good source of income type of aspect of it. And what does your social media stuff look like? Because you have the personality and you have the dream to document this through TikTok um, and then be able to save and all the other aspects um, would benefit more. And now on top of that, what does your merchandising look like? Because that is an incredible logo you have back there. Having that shirt and having it say with a local company, you're getting now a higher percentage and you're continuously supporting all the things in community around you. Where are you at that point? And do you need help? Because I get bored. Um, I'm, I, I, uh, the, uh, I'd love uh, for you and I to have a little chat on the side. I'm interested in this idea. Yeah, like uh, we've done everything, you know, like I said, we, we we bunch of you know I'm not we're not old you know what I'm saying but like we're still right. working on this mm -hmm. whole yeah. thing you know like mm -hmm. we do we still right. do theater you know we're not creating movies yeah. you know so like we're we're classic and I'm always down I mean we have we have a presence on Facebook we got presence on on uh we mm -hmm. haven't done TikTok yet and that'd be interesting to talk about especially for regicides because it's just a, it's it's also a lot of work when you got kids I don't know how you do yeah. it like I see people mm -hmm. like they take an hour to do one TikTok and I wish I did it and like and yes. Yes, and yes, and let's yes. discuss. Yes, and I'm down. Uh, right. Just to 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 document that, that'd be great. Uh, I'd love that. Actually, very funny. I spoke with a friend of mine because uh, during COVID mm -hmm. we did a show called the Moose Lounge. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys ever saw that uh, on Facebook Live, and uh, that was something where I was, I was like, this could be a movie, like the story that, right. that happened with this. And I was like, but we need to document that first. Like, I want someone to go back and have a documentary based on it. Uh, but mm -hmm. yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. I like the idea of documentaries floating in the air. I like this. Yeah. You, know, you guys right, so got to see we'll, us. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely talk. Obviously, um, you know, prestige likes to do this to me all the time. He finds like a very interesting human being. And then he's like, we need, we need to have them on the show. Cause yeah, I think he's trying to call me, call me off on you a little bit. He's like, I've had a uh, custody of easy it's, for long it's enough. It's not a pawn. It's not a pawn. Take. It's the demon inside your head saying it, it's a pawn. <laughs> it's my job to bring these interesting personalities to the radio station and to everybody else. And mind you, this promo game is great. God is wonderful. This is his third time on this station. Right. In so. like a week. In, in like a week. In a very short amount of time. So yeah. it's really well, great I mean, to see people coming out. Support. It was also perfect timing because we got yeah. a show coming up on Saturday. Tomorrow. Uh, so, yeah, we're supporting our man, yeah. BWAC, uh, who's mm -hmm. just on Babs. Uh, mm -hmm. BWAC, a, a local community artist, has gone through some crazy stuff health-wise. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Ooh. double amputee now. Oh, man. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, but he's worked with us for years, uh, mm -hmm. doing stage work, you know, painting, 
helping us out any way he can and to have something like this happen to one of our own we're like we got to go step out so we're going to take a break from for fundraising for us and mm. take a day to Ooh. like fundraise for him so tomorrow's yeah, all about BWAC. all the money we that we can earn is going to go towards him and his family uh he's supposed to have a uh, I think there's going to be awesome. some food there. I think there's going to be a DJ mm-hmm. there. The show's mm-hmm. going to start. At, we're not going to have the shows at seven, but doors are going to be at seven. Our show mm-hmm. probably start at eight o'clock. Uh, okay. And we want to represent and help out our homie BWAC uh, and just show some love. And we hope the community all comes out, which I'm sure they will, to support one again, one of our own, uh, a wonderful local artists. And uh, again, like, like I said, we have a community artist. This is one of those, one of our guys. So we're making sure that we're going to, represent for BWAC. Uh, so anyone who's listening, come out to the smokestack at, in, in Westville and uh, come pay for $20. There'll be food there. There'll be beverages yeah. provided by Blackhawk Brewery. There'll oh, be music. I love Blackhawk. Yeah, they, they were one of our sponsors. And uh, and obviously going to be lots of love, you know, and laughter. So that's uh, that's something for, for everybody to uh, just to make sure the audience knows is aware. And uh, so again, perfect timing to have me on. I appreciate you you having me on today. Just just so I could say this, you know, just for yeah, this alone, man. it's worth it, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, and, and just so you know how awesome Prestige mm-hmm. really is as a human being, he understood all of that because we had someone else that was supposed to go today. It was already pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. I was ready to take an extra nap uh, <laughs> at, at this point. Yesterday hits me up. He's like, yo, live show tomorrow. We're I'm doing like, it. Meh. We got to do it. I was it. like, man. We got to do it. Like, no, no, excuses. no, no, no. no excuses. I, was like, I was like, can we record it at like two and like nope. put it on next week? He's like, no. I was like, oh, whatever. All right, yeah, that fine. Was, that was, that was, I'll show up to work. That was my bad. I had the ADD too. I thought no. I hit, I hit prestige up. I was like, yeah, cool. But, and I was it like, happens. wait, did I? Bro, it happens. Oh man. It you happens. Know? So. And mind you, you're a man with so many responsibilities and so many hats it's all forgiven. So many brother. hats. It's really yeah. All no, I appreciate forgiven. it. A lot, lot more hats keep coming on. I'm like, geez. Did you ever see that? Remember reading Rainbow? The guy had all the hats. All the hats. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> or like, that that like, one Doctor Seuss book with a, a man of a thousand hats or something like ten thousand hats, where he's walking yeah. through and eats the hat falls off every other. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy, especially with summer going on. Kids mm-hmm. that you know, kids kids here. So yeah, uh, a lot of yes. hats. But I'm I'm working one day at a time. You know. Gonna start making now, my lists. Yeah. Speaking of kids and stuff, um, you mm-hmm. also help with the kids in the community as well when yep. it comes down to arts. Um, as yep. per, you are an instructor at EAS, which some people will know more like as Aces or something like that. Yeah, where yeah, it yeah. is more the art based. Like my uh, my younger two just got into co op. They'll be doing their their freshman okay. through senior year at co op, knocking it out of the park, having a grand old time. But now. We've had someone from co-op speak. Now, someone from EAS. What is EAS, and why is it, why is it different from, say, like the co-op? So, so it's a ECA. Just real quick, just gonna correct that. Oh, it's a sorry. ACES. Yeah, no, it's, no it's, it's all right. So it's a the school for the arts there on Audubon Street. Uh, it is a magnet school. So if you're in New Haven, you have a choice. Uh, you can't double dip, so you can't go to co-op and you go to ECA. But you can choose to go to your neighborhood school and go to ECA uh, mm-hmm. half a week. Um, and uh, as a student, you'd be there from one o'clock to four o'clock uh, and you get focused on your specific skill set. So, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, there's a theater department, there's a music department, there's a, a, a visual arts department and dance. And I mean, I got to say, as I'm, you know, I've, I've just been there working since COVID, that it's an amazing group of, of teachers and instructors. Mm-hmm. Like it's like fame. Like if I was a kid. I, I could be there all day. You know what I mean? That's one of those things like, I wish I had this. I mean, fortunately right. in my high school, we did have a, a good strong arts education, but just to get lost in it for like, you know, 
three, four hours a day. I can't, you know, I can't imagine that as a kid. So, and I, what's very funny for me is I teach theater in the music department. So like I have the right. singers and like, you know, this week, this year, I'm going to be teaching a musical theater with them. Uh, nice. I always do a little improv, um, but it's a fun experience for, for the kids, uh, for the students going. And it's just like a nice experience for me as a professional to work in the schools. You know, I have a master's degree. I went to Rutgers, Mason Gross, Scarlet mm-hmm. Knights. What's up? And uh, so I get to use that as well. And then along from there, I also we also aim to teach other students in community. I've worked with uh, um, uh, Honda Smith at uh, she has an organization called The Shack. Uh, up in mm-hmm. uh, West Hills. So I, I went and taught a workshop there for those kids. And uh, we've actually, as a as an organization, as a regicides, we went and taught librarians at Yale. We've taught librarians at Harvard. So I've, that's right. I've taught Ivy League cats as well. Uh, and uh, but we always we always you know, we always come back to we have kids. We like to play with kids. We like to to show them the stuff. And we're looking forward to this opportunity when our building comes up to work with the schools to go out and do a little more mm-hmm. outreach. Um, we've also do a lot of shows for kids. Like the last show we did, we did again in Art Walk at a uh, at a at a garage at a Kilo Motors, and we did a show uh, there again, site specific. Then the kids loved it. Original music, dancing, and uh, we just aim to have a good con- good time, and uh, you know, give a positive experience for for the youth and and for the families. We like to make it family friendly because you know there's nothing worse than mm-hmm. you watching a show with your kids and you're not having fun. I want to make sure everybody has a good time. Right. So that's our goal. Because we're parents as well, you know, we want to have right. a good time also. So, yeah. No, that, that, that makes complete and total sense. And I, I think that is, that is one of the most incredible things, especially like when you're able to really work with the kids and, and show that type of aspects. One of the reasons why we love doing this show um, so much is because we're able to tell the story of you can make a living in the arts. You don't have to have, you know, a Grammy to, to yeah. make a living. You don't have to have a huge mansion to be successful in any of these art forms. And we love to tell those stories that, that come through. But unfortunately, they have the Apollo curtain that's uh, closing down upon us, um, which means it's about that time to quote the uh, philo- philosopher Lizzo. Um, and we just want to give this opportunity to you to tell the world how they can get behind, get in touch, and help support Broken Umbrella and your own uh, ventures, man. It's been an honor and a privilege. And I look forward oh, to growing man, with love you it. down the road. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Look, you can check us out, Broken Umbrella, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also on uh, Instagram. Check us out. Support. Uh, we have a show again coming up for BWAC. All that money, this this tomorrow goes to him. Uh, after that, we're going to continue our campaign uh, for the umbrella that we're working on. So reach out. Uh, hit me up. Uh, I could be reached at uh, Ruben at a Broken Umbrella org. That is my personal email. If you have any questions, you want to reach out, play. Uh, we're going to have a little fall series hopefully coming up with a couple of regicides. Looking forward to having some more open workshops so we can get you in there, Mr. Easy Blues. Come and play. <laughs> Prestige, walk down the street. Come and join us. <laughs> want to get some faces out there. You know, yes, and. And uh, we're just looking for continued, uh, you know, energy from the community. We want to keep this drive, keep, keep this drive alive. And uh, again, and uh, just for you guys, I'm, I'm loving the energy. I'd be happy to come on anytime. Uh, thanks so much for having me on. So I'm looking forward to like meeting y'all, shaking some hands, getting some love in one yes, day. Sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, please, sounds like please. a plan. No, and I'm definitely <laughs> going to connect with you because I, I, I see I see where it can work on a larger scale as well. So um, I want to see what I can do to, to help in that aspect. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Definitely. We appreciate you, Ruben. Thank you for being with us on Behind.
Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. Check out tomorrow, support if you're in the area, August 26, 8 o'clock. Be there. You're there for a great time. WNHHLP 103.5 FM, New Haven. Thank you, Ruben. Appreciate you. Thank you, guys. What's up? <laughs> Trying to figure out what it's all about Excellentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know I don't know Spending time all alone Sending my songs through the phone Dreaming of a better home We while focused on trying to hone This craft Witchcraft I hope the brujas let this last